Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, I want to thank our setup team. If you don't know, if you're visiting or haven't been here for a little while, they, they are here hours earlier uh, before anybody gets here, and just so thankful, Ben and I have talked a lot, how to just pray that we're down to the countdown of weeks, and we're hoping that it's even sooner than that that we get the place, so then we can uh, remodel what we need to do, and like Ben's talked, it'll be great just come in and flick a switch on, I guess, so <laughs> anyway, so, you know, um, I want to share with you, I, I had a message prepared uh, today and really studied a lot this week and really decided to completely turn it. And here's why. Bible tell, God's word tells us about me in the book of James. When I stand before the Lord someday, I'm going to be held responsible, teachers at a higher level, for what I share or say to you. And I, I find that a, a, a great responsibility uh, in my own personal life and, and even preaching when it comes to that. And if you saw uh, the news yesterday and all that is happening uh, in Israel, uh, it is truly a, a time to really, and we talk about it a lot here at City Church, a lot of churches don't, but really to be concerned in uh, what is happening in our world. Do, do you know that when it comes to your life, comes to, to you and your and, and mine, are, that every hour that you make over 2,000 decisions. Isn't that amazing? I, I've I referenced this like four or five different times when I went to, before I went to say that and looked up, is that right? We make like 2,000 decisions within an hour. And I want us to look at to know that you have a choice to decide if you're going to dwell and think about, are you going to open your Bible? Am I, we're going to open our Bibles tomorrow and read a devotion? Are we going to be a witness? What are we going to do? Because the time we're living in, and that's the title before I get ahead of myself, is your decision making the closer we get to Jesus coming back? Let's pray. Father, I just so thank you for City Church and Lord, their willingness to hear from you. Lord, I pray right now for uh, all of those that are in Israel that are in so it just shock right now on how the, the, it is at war and what we're seeing in our world. Lord, help us to know, to put in our hearts a fervency, decisions that we make every day. What does it have to do with what we will decide today and tomorrow? What does this have to do with eternity? What does it have to do with our families, uh, with our future? Lord, give us a fervency in our heart. Give us wisdom on the days of head. Lord, protect our families, our kids, our grandkids our marriages, our future, Lord, we put it in your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, thinking about and seeing what's happening, I, I want to base this on just a minute and see how volatile the world is. As we look to see all within the last 48 hours, our world has changed. It says when something happens to Israel, the whole world watches. And we see the powder keg. I want you to know that as we see what is happening over there and the war that has been taken out, and, and I want you to know a reason I'm speaking on this day, how horrific it is that they just went in. Let me just say it this way. It would be like if we woke up and we saw in the news, and they're comparing it to 9-11, but if we saw in the news that New York City had just had an attack and the attack that had taken place that hundreds of terrorists have gone home to home, murdering people, dragging them out, and taking them back to Afghanistan. That's what just happened the last two. On the border where Israel hits into Gaza, they crushed through, the terrorists did, and they actually took people out of their homes and just shot them, murdered them right dead. Right then. And then many that they could, they took captive back to Gaza. That's, that's what's happening right now. We don't know what's happening to all those that have been captive. All I do know is what's next? What's next? What's next is part of what the decision that we will make as believers. How do we know what to do? Because I say to myself, what is China thinking? What, what, how much is Russia is, is involved with this, especially Iran more than anyone? But as you look and see China's watching this, do they say it's a good time to invade Taiwan right now because of what's happening there? We are in a state of world war right now in this world. I'm not here to scare you. I'm here, I always say, to inform you. That's my responsibility. What did God tell us? In a time of war in the Old Testament, and what those that were looking to, who do we who do we go to? Well, look at there's not a greater chat. Look at First Corinthians chapter 12. I'm gonna read verse 22, verse 32, and verse 38. Is people, especially wars of the day, were wondering what was going to happen. To Israel, what was going to take place? They knew that Israel was going to need a king, a leader, and it was time. Who were they going to follow? Listen to verse 22. For at that time they came to David day by day to help him until it was a great army like the army of God. Look at verse 32. And the sons of Issachar, who had an understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. I want to put you right in there, right at the beginning of verse 32. That's you as believers, if we're willing. The sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times. You know, as I speak, and we're going to look at the next verse, you don't have to be afraid. I want you to be informed. I want you to be informed about your decision-making. I want you to know that, that what is affecting, and the devil is working overtime in your family. He's working overtime on you because he knows he has a short time. But the Bible says that they were, knew what was so happening, and they understood the times that they were able to make the right decision. 
Now look at verse 38. And all these men of war who could keep ranks came to Hebron with a loyal heart to make David king over all of Israel. And all the rest of Israel were of one mind to make David king. You know what I want you to put in there? Us, meaning saying like this. All of us were of one heart as a body of believers to make sure Jesus Christ is the king of kings and the Lord of lords in our life. Now, if we do that, it is amazing what we've already done and what God is doing, and I'm excited for the next step of what we're going to do as, as believers. All God is telling you and I today is be aware of who we are making a choice, a decision every day of how, not, not so much of who to follow, because we want to follow Jesus, but how does that work? Just as we've seen taking place in Israel overnight, the devil wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family. He, he has those that are in his army that have ranks, that they know what they're doing, and they're coming at you at every angle that they have. So what does our decision need to be made? Well, let's look. Let's see in 2 Timothy in the New Testament and see what we should do in the time that we're living in the decisions that we need to make. 2 Timothy chapter 1, many of you know this verse. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Notice now, we talk about the Holy Spirit a lot here at our church. But of power and of love, notice the spirit that God will give you in decision-making is a sound mind. You know what that is? That, that you are so calm and that you are so strong in who you believe in that the devil can't wave you off in anything that he tries to do to make you fearful. No matter what you see on the news tonight, and I will too, no matter what we hear in the weeks to come, we don't have to be afraid. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Now, what does that say then? If you and I are not going to be afraid, you know what? There's a lot of people that you work around, that's your family. They are, they are so scared of what is going to happen in the world, they will compromise their decision-making. They will go along with what so-called people say to do in order that everything will calm the waters. What does the Bible tell us that we have to do in order to stay strong is to speak the truth in love. See, we are a part of this army, if you will, and I honestly really believe if you've come here for any extended time that you're able to, because this is what we teach and preach, is to understand where we are and to know that pull that into your everyday life. And it will give you a whole different way of looking. First of all, you will be calm. You know, there's all kinds of different things that you go through depending on what stage you are in your life. You might be in high school. You're going to go through something. You're going to be afraid of certain things. 
You're in college or maybe you're out in a working place or you're at a different stage or with all those different stages, you need to make a decision and not be to be confused. God is not the author of confusion, the devil is. If you're being confused today on what is happening in your life, know that that's not coming from the Lord. I, I don't know what you're facing. Our pastors and, and our leadership team, it is unbelievable. All the different things that we hear every week, all of you are going through, or maybe some of your family or people you tell us to, to call or talk to. It is unbelievable the hurt that has taken place right, right within just our church family. What, what do we point? What do, what do I try and point them to? I try and point them to the verse that we just looked at. Let me read it again. God, God meaning God hasn't, so the devil has given us what? A spirit of fear. But God has done what? He wants you to give you a spirit of power and of love and most of all, a calming effect in your life. Because I don't know what's going to happen. We had not a clue what was going to happen just a couple days ago. In our world. I don't know what's going to happen in your life this week. I do know this. <clears throat> Whatever happens this week, because of you hearing this message today, God's word is so powerful through the Holy Spirit, it will stay with you. And no matter what you hear that could be fearful, whether it was a phone call, whether it's an accident or something that you didn't plan on happening, God has given you that spirit of a sound mind. That's amazing what the Lord does for us. He is already preparing you for some of the things that you might have to face in the future that you couldn't handle as a non-believer. God is so good to us to know that you and I, at a point in time in our life, he saved us. And he put us on a path to know that we have hope. We know that Jesus is our Savior. You chose to make a decision today to be here. And because you chose to be here, hopefully if you have this as a pattern in your life, your kids will have the same thing. Your grandkids will have the same thing. And we are building an army as we are together. That's what I'm saying, that we so miss it as I was so frustrated as I drove in here a couple weeks ago. I am not exaggerating when I'm telling you the bleachers were full as I drove through by a high school, and the field was full of a, of a cheerleading competition. I'm not saying just 100 people. Hundreds chose not to be with their kids in God's house. Just as much as you can see that war tonight, we're in a war against the devil. And all those extra things are fine. You want to do this and run around and exhaust and get your kids involved? It's fine. We can do that. But do they know what is a priority in your home when it comes to making a decision? Who will you serve? Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That goes to you personally. Just being one person, is your decision-making, as we get closer to Jesus coming back, it is so important to read. We always say just five minutes a day, take the time to read God's Word and the difference. Do you know there was a secular survey done that if someone reads their Bible 
five days out of the week. They will be 40 times, they will have 40, or 40% of a fear, of less of fear in their life is what it said. Because of just opening up God's word and reading it. I, I don't know what you're going to go through. But I do know that as we see and we get closer to the Lord coming back, is what we see happening and what I'm going to show you that I can't show you during the service and why I'm so kind of wound up today that what I'm going to show you after the offering, you won't believe what you're going to see. But this is the battle for our families today. It is a battle for your marriage today. It is a battle for you personally today. We are at war. And that being said, as we come together, this is what's so important. As I back up to what I said a minute ago, as all of you come together here and we see each other on Sunday, we say, hey, how you doing? Let me pray for you about that. I want you to know I prayed for you this week about that. Hey, you remember what God's word said here and you quote a script? It's so important to hear God's word as Ben leads us in worship. It's not just we don't just show up here out of habit. There is a purpose. The purpose is to help you and to encourage you. And most of all, as God's word says, is to give you a sound mind. You will have a calming effect in your life because the spirit that dwells within you, the God of hope, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's look at one more verse. I want you to look at John chapter 16 and verse 13. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's reminding them once again, the Holy Spirit is going to come in a mighty way when I leave. But I want you to know that he will equip you for everything that you're going to go through. See, we need to be reminded. I need to be reminded. What I see in the news, what I hear that is happening in our world, that Jesus is still in control. Listen to what he tells us about the Holy Spirit in John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, isn't that amazing? What the Lord tells you, what the Lord tells me every day, he's never going to lie to you. He's always going to tell you in your spirit the truth. You know that gnawing, if you want to say feeling that you have? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's the Holy Spirit sending that caution signal in your life. That decision, whatever we're going to do, we should have a sound mind. We know that when we're going to make a decision, there should be a peace in our life. And that peace comes knowing that the Holy Spirit is guiding us. Here it is. He always guides you in truth. So when you look back on decisions that you are making, you can honestly say that God has directed you and have helped you in that because he's told you the truth. And you won't have to look back in the future on that decision that you made because you based it on truth with the Holy Spirit in your life. Let me read and finish that verse. 
However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. You know, you know what's amazing with that? The Lord, it's twofold. The Lord is going to tell you something about your future if you're willing to listen to the Holy Spirit that you don't know. That's amazing to me. In other words, if I read God's word, he's going to point me in a direction of something that's out there that I need to go towards that I don't even know about. But if I'm willing to follow him in that spirit of truth, he's going to show me in my spirit what's to come and I'll make the right decision. Man, that, that's, that's the Jesus that we serve. He doesn't confuse you. He doesn't tease you. He's going to be with you even in the most difficult times because he speaks on his own authority. Why is our world so confused today? You know why? Everybody is their own authority. Oh, I'm... I don't even, I've lost track what he, she, binary, this, that, who, care, right, that. I don't even know. Is there that many letters in the alphabet? I don't even know. What, what are we living in? There's so much confusion because everybody decided, as the Old Testament said, to do whatever was right in their own eyes. This is the world that we live in. What God wants you to know today in this crazy world that we're living in and every day that we hear what is happening, we see what is happening all the way across the other side of the world in a matter of a second because of YouTube or instant on a, whatever it might be that you get your news from. You know, how would you like to be, if you really want to know what's going on, talk to a police officer today and see what they have to deal with and see the lack of respect for authority that is out there today. We're living in a time that is unprecedented, but I close today to know, I want you to know that Jesus is coming back. And I, and I don't say that in, I hear so many preachers say, oh Lord, I want you to come back. We talk about it in our church. We want the Lord to wait. Why? Because there's so many more people that need the peace and the hope that we have for all eternity. It's not about as we say here at Sears, hey, where are you going to eat tonight? What movie are you going to see? Hey, what are you, it's, it's not it. I want you to get focused and to see we are living in a time. God just didn't give us this church that we're getting ready to move into just to give it to us so we can be comfortable and relaxed now that we have our own building. God's given it to us for a purpose. And that purpose is giving someone else what Jesus gave you years ago to know that you have hope, not only for what we're going through, but you have a calmness in this life. You know that as you pray over your family, that God is going to watch over them, the school and whatever's taking place, where they're going to go to. Man, what a world that we're living in. I'm here to tell you today, as I began with today, that I am held responsible for what I say 
and for what I don't say. And I'm here to share with you, please listen to me. Jesus is coming back soon. I don't know when that is. Only God knows. But I know this. We can see the signs, the immorality, the wars and rumors of wars. And it should do what it, God wants us to do. And that is to reach our friends and family for heaven. And secondly, to give you a calm of the decisions that you need to make for your families. Jesus is not, and I'll say it again, the author of confusion. He guides you with the authority of the spirit of truth. And he knows that when you and I are willing to listen, he will let us look a little bit out into the future and he will guide us in such a way, no matter what you're facing right now, no matter what it is, God is so good that he can calm your heart in the midst of the storm because your heavenly father will always tell you the truth and love and will guide you in a path that will take you down this road. And when he takes you down this road, you're not by yourself. He will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. Man, what a hope that we have to give to people. May we just do it. May you base your decisions this week on knowing that you have that hope. May you base your decisions on knowing that Jesus is coming back soon. And may you base your decisions and this might be the last time that that person that you were in a cross with might not ever hear the gospel again, but we have the responsibility to tell them the good news that Jesus gives them eternal life in heaven. And all that they need to be equipped in this life, he will give them through his word. It is amazing as I close today how... How, how fast our, our, our life is flying by us. It, it really is. It, it really is, as God says, it's a vapor. Man, we make it, let's make it count. I, I'm excited for what Jesus is going to do. He's showing me what he's going to do in this, this place that we'll call our church home. I see it. I see hundreds of people getting saved. I see this lighthouse that he's, I, I just see it. I know. Because what he has put in your heart, and you have been patient enough to see this vision you have going on 10 years now to knowing and to grasp onto this vision, and you've seen miracle after miracle happen, what he is going to do is more than we can ever imagine for our church. Now, I close. It's the same in your own personal life. If you're willing to make the decisions with a sound mind, no matter what it looks like, based and bathed in the words God to the power of the Holy Spirit, just as the miracles you've seen in our church family, the way that you've given, the way God's given us other place, the way that we've all held together through this time, how he continued to watch over us through COVID, and I can go on and on and on. He will do the same for you in your own personal life. All I ask you to do 
All I ask you to do is just trust him. If you trust him today and let him guide you in that spirit of truth, you will not look back and say, I wish I should have done this. I should have done that. No, you will rejoice and be thankful for the road that he's taken you down. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, you know, that decision, decisions that, that you and I need to make, how are we making them? Are we making them based on God's word and, and being patient enough for him to show us what to do next? Man, it is a time that we are at the end of the end. Please listen to me. God is going to watch over you. You are his child. But he wants you to take what you know, what you have, and give it to somebody else. And if you're here today, or if you're tuned in and just not sure I want you to know the Bible says which is God's word anybody because of his grace and his mercy Moses gave us the law but Jesus gave us his mercy and his grace that's why he came and the reason I say that to you that's watching I might not ever meet you and you say, Dallas, you know what I've done? Jesus does. And he's willing to forgive you. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you have to do is pray with me. Jesus, I've heard this message today. You're knocking on the door of my heart. And I want you to come in. I open the door. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. Forgive me. Forgive me, Jesus, for every sin in my life. I believe you died on that cross for me. I ask you to come into my life and forgiveness of sin and from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you today. I so thank you for City Church that they are willing to believe your truth. And Lord, if there's someone here, may they bring a friend or a family member and I can open up in your word and you tell us if we're not ashamed, we will ask you in our heart before men and before women, we won't be ashamed to walk this aisle. If there's someone here today Ben leads us in this invitation time. May they accept you as their Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, 
the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.